Looking to take you and your real estate business to the next level? You're in the right place. Laying foundations for real estate success? This is the No Fluff, No BS podcast about real estate for real estate agents and other industry professionals looking to up their game. Unfiltered short form sales meetings, interviews with agents from every walk of life, and ramble sessions about everything real estate. Welcome to a new mindset. You are listening to Reraw. And now, introducing your host, James Hoff. Welcome, welcome to Monday Grinder Mode, ladies and gentlemen. It is that time of week. We are hopping into a 20-minute sales meeting or less. If I can find a way to spit it out in less time, I will. We are talking today all about open houses. Everybody wants to know more about lead generation and how do we up the game? How do we get leads? How do we find the next deal, the next client, and build that pipeline? Well, today we're going to give you some tips and tricks on open houses. Before we do, you already know what time it is. It is time to reflect on this past week. How did the last week go for you? Keep in mind everything that you did that was good. Think about all the stuff that you can improve upon, and let's toss out the window the garbage that you don't need to be spending time on anymore because it's just wasting your time. It's not getting anything done productively. And uh, you need to double, triple, quadruple down on the things that are working well for you and get moving. Folks, it's Monday. That means it's a new beginning. So if in the last week you got off course, it's okay. You're never more than a week off pace if you do your weekly checks. So write it down, make your new commitments. Let's rock and roll. Before we do, check out reraw.com forward slash tools that's t-o-o-l-s and uh, you can get access to the letter course the best lead generation tool that i've ever done are direct mail letters and i've got a course that'll be launching in the very near future you can pre-register for it now you can get your hands on some of the actual direct mail marketing pieces that i use that i created personally that i leverage to this very day that i got a call on this past week for a 1.5 million dollar listing and i only sent out 405 letters ladies and gentlemen i'm telling you it's good stuff i'm in the trenches with you and this kind of thing is one of my tactical warfare tips like this is like this is huge so make sure you go and check it out it's reraw.com which is where you can always go and listen to the podcast check out the show notes the tools tips and tricks but if you go to reraw.com forward slash tools you can also get your hands on my letters and you can also get your hands on an opportunity to pre-register in the pre-launch phase before this course is even completely off the ground you will have your seat reserved and you'll be the first to know and have access to it as soon as it goes live so it'll be a digital download download course and uh, it'll be yours from start to finish not just how to handle writing prospecting letters and stuff but really the soup to nuts like how do I go about getting higher open rates what is it that I put in the letters uh, that gets them you know open and gets people engaged in calling me but most importantly how do I find unlimited leads unlimited resources unlimited prospects to send the letters to without spending a dime on the information okay so rerod.com forward slash tools let's talk about open houses let's do it so open houses is the second best lead generator for me and it has been really since i since i started these direct 
direct mail letter. So the direct mail takes the cake, and then I've got open houses. Now, it's always nice to sit your own open houses because, well, then you have that credibility that you can leverage like, yeah, it's my listing. I know what I'm doing. I did this. I did that. But you don't always have to sit your own open houses. And some of you may just be getting started in the business and not have any open houses to sit. So how do you handle that? Well, somebody comes in and says, this your listing? No, it's not my listing. But you know what? Actually, all my listings uh, were unavailable for open house this weekend. Or all, you know, I just sold all of my listings and now I'm, you know, prospecting on new ones, but I'm sitting this open house for a colleague that needed some help or whatever it may be. Like there's all kinds of great reasons you're not sitting your own. The message here is, is make sure you're sitting open houses as often as you can. If people want to talk about this being a face-to-face business, yes, you can take folks out to dinner. You can take them out to lunch. You can go get coffee. But the best time to be face-to-face is when you're in your element and when people want to talk to you about real estate because they are in the mode. Like you want to talk about a face-to-face opportunity, that is is it. So I want to tell you a couple of things that I think are major downfalls when it comes to open houses. First, if you are on top of people like a fly on shit when they walk through the door, just know that you're one of the houses that people hate going into because they are not walking into an open house to talk to you or to be harassed by the agent and to bear their soul and give you a blood sample so that they can look around. They're coming to an open house so that they can look at the house. Surprising, isn't it? Some people are looking at open houses because they want to see how you as an agent present. Yes, because they're thinking, oh, maybe I'll sell and let's see how this agent does and blah, blah, blah. You're always being interviewed. But it's really important to keep in mind how aggressively you're coming off. Are you coming off as an aggressive vulture type agent or... Are you coming off as a human who's genuinely uh, interested in the people that come through the door? You want to show them the house like you, you let them breathe, right? So here's what I like to do. I typically set up shop at an open house with all my good fun stuff in the very back. So it's usually in the kitchen or whatever room is in the back of the house. And then I'll add if it's a two story house, I'll add some propaganda up in like the master bathroom. Uh, extra brochures, business cards, stuff like that. So when people are in a place they're not in front of me, they also have the option to pick up. So from the door, people walk in. I'm usually either sitting in a chair if it's kind of a mellow day, or I'm just kind of walking around, talking to people, keeping an eye on where things are in the house, right? I usually don't follow people upstairs unless I'm invited to do so. I kind of let people have a little bit of space. What I do when they first come in is I, I use this line. I say, hey, how you guys doing? And they go, oh, you know, whatever, good. Like, just, we're here to look. And I go, oh, great, yeah, no problem, look around. Um, Really quick, are you guys familiar with the area? If they say no, I say, you mind if I give you a bird's eye view? And then, I like, I ask for their permission. If they say, no, nah, it's cool, like, we're just looking at the house for now, if you don't mind, we'll ask questions later. No problem, right? If they say, yeah, actually, we are familiar with the area, uh, but what can you tell us about the house? Go, awesome, well, let me give you the, the 15 second, you know, overview here. Uh, basically, it's a four bed, three and a half bath with a two car garage, 2,800 square foot. We're listed at 965 and uh, HOA dues are this. There's a great community pool down the bottom of the hill. And uh, yeah, they've done a ton of upgrades. Here's a few things to take a look at. And by the way, don't miss the second closet in the master bedroom. If you guys have any questions at all, I'd absolutely love to answer them for you, but uh, have a look around. And then they just, they start walking. Hey, by the way, don't forget there's a brochure in the back or, you know, whatever. Like, but I keep it really mellow, you guys. Like, 
very conversational, not very forceful. And notice, I didn't say, by the way, can you sign in over here? Could you sign my book? Can I get a DNA sample from you? And like, no, I, I just, I let people roam. That right now, I, the, the winner is that they're inside the house. Now I got to figure out the best way to close, right? Like now we're playing chess. So there's a couple things I want you to keep in mind. When you're at an open house, you are there for the house you're sitting. Oh, but James, I want leads. Great. Focus on the house that you're sitting first. You're there to sell the house you're sitting. And by the way, this is especially true for those of you who are not even sitting your own listing. You better remember that you are there to sell the house you are in first. And yeah, I hope you get some leads out of it. But at the end of the day, you better be pitching this house before any other. So what you need to do is keep in mind the questions to ask to identify, is this the right house for that client? All right, so I really get excited about this topic. So let me back up for a minute. I'm gonna kind of start from the the outside of the neighborhood. First and foremost, you gotta put open house signs out. There's some uh, theory or, or you know religious thought that for every sign you put out, it's a guest that comes into your house. For those of you who go put like 18 signs on one corner, you're just making the neighborhood look terrible. Just people have maps now. I don't know if you've seen this, but they're digital and they're right on their cell phone. They can find you. So if you advertise it right, theoretically, you shouldn't even need a sign because people will find you, okay? So make sure you get signs out that are visible, but don't overdo it. Just put what you need out, okay? You don't need to make a big spectacle. People in the neighborhood also don't like that. They wanna, they'd like to, you know, go home one weekend where there's not 18 signs outside of the neighborhood. Like just, you know, so put the signs out, but be polite about it. When people drive to the house, there's this... Um, there's this thought that we got to trick folks, right? We go, oh, hey, by the way, don't forget to take the brochures in from the brochure box because if you bring the brochures inside, oh my gosh, I'm so tricky. If you bring them inside, they have to come in the house to actually get the information and the pictures. Oh gosh, you're so wrong. You're so wrong. Guys, you don't have to play these tricky things. If somebody wants to get their information at the curb and leave and they're not interested in talking to you, then let them get the brochures at the curb and leave. You don't have to take the flyers out of the box. If they don't want to talk to you, then why do you want to talk to them? Earn their credibility. Earn their trust by not forcing yourself on them. You know what I mean? Like, think about going on like a date if anybody's done that recently or if you remember a past life or or whatever like just think about the last time you went on a date where you were like hot in the pursuit right you got to be careful not to come on too strong right so it's the same in real estate you can't come on too strong you're gonna scare them away i've literally seen 50 percent of the traffic that i get at open houses to this day and i've tested this so i'm like speaking real numbers about 50 percent fluctuates within 3% of either direction, about 50% of the traffic that comes into my open houses actually never walk through the door. Yes, I've pulled the, the brochures to even test it on this strategy as well, but half of them don't even come in the door. They literally sit in their car, they pull up the photos and the property description and all the you know good stuff right on their phone, whatever app they're using, and they literally are just driving by the house to check curb appeal and community amenity and location and all that stuff, okay? Because they can see the virtual tour, they can do all that stuff right online. Now, why is this important? Guys, because consumer behavior is changing. 
See, the harder we press the consumer, the less they want to be around us. We want people to open up to us, which means we need to be inviting and very unintimidating. So I want you to think about that with the way that you present the open houses. There's uh, there's some agents out there that are doing it right, uh, and and they're doing they're making a bigger extravaganza about it. They do the they do the uh, the mega open house, and they'll do the you know the 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 champagne brunch or they'll have the the wine and cheese and the sunset you know open house that kind of stuff is amazing and it lures people in but remember they're doing that in a way that's very non-threatening they're doing something that's social that makes people feel what the house could be like if they had friends over or they were entertaining and it's just a it's a casual yet luxury experience it's just less intimidating because we have a cocktail to talk over right so those types of things become very, very productive. But if you're just doing a regular open house, you got the sign in the front, leave the brochures in the brochure box, let people get their information. Guys, I'm telling you, I literally had somebody walk in the front door and ask for the brochure. And I was like, yeah, I mean, you're here. Do you want to see the house? And they're like, nope, I just would like a brochure. Literally would not look around at all. Went straight to the back, got a brochure and left immediately. If that's not an indication of how they've been treated at other places, I don't know what is. So we need to be cognizant of the fact that people are not coming in to talk specifically to us. They're mostly coming in just to look at the house. The next thing is this. When someone comes in, be inviting. You know, break the barrier. A lot of people, they ask me my name, and then before they leave again, they say, I'm so sorry, I forgot your name. And I say, oh, don't worry about it. My name's James, but most people call me an asshole. Some of you got your jaws on the floor right now, but I want you to think about what that does. It's so non-threatening and it breaks the ice and we laugh about it and then we move on, you know? Wow, you're not a normal realtor. Gosh, I'm not a normal person. And you know what? Thanks for saying that. I actually make an effort to take the stick out of my ass before I go to work in the morning. You know, so like, I, I know you guys think I'm crazy, but it works because it's genuine and authentic. Now, when people come in the door, I've already told you how I invite them to walk around, right? I actually don't have a guest book out. I'm a big believer that I'd rather get your information from the phone because the phone is how most of us are communicating anyway. So what I do, if you recall the beginning, someone comes in, I say, hey, what's up? You know, how you guys doing today? Oh, great. You know, thanks for joining uh, me at the open house. You guys have any questions about the neighborhood? Oh, no, great. Awesome. We'll look around the house. Here's the here's the 30,000 foot view of the house. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you on the back end and answer any questions you have. Don't forget a brochure in the back. Then they walk through the house. I let them go. If they talk to me from another part of the house, now I'm invited into the conversation, I go join them. If they don't, I let them walk around. Then they'll go upstairs, they, they're looking around. If they talk to me from upstairs, then I'll go up there immediately and start talking and dialoguing, right? Because now I'm invited. If they don't talk to me from upstairs and I notice they're up there for more than a couple minutes, what I'll do is go up just about halfway. Hey, how you guys doing up here? Everything good? Oh, great. And then as they answer, I'll start getting a little closer. So what'd you guys think of uh, that? You know, how big is that closet? The second closet in the master master uh, bedroom there? Is that crazy or what? Oh, yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, I didn't even see. Oh, yeah, no, you missed it. It's behind the door over there. Go look, you know, whatever. Like you get the small talk going. Now when they come back downstairs and I, hey, do you guys have any questions? Great. Let me answer them for you. And then we start that dialogue. If they don't have any questions, I usually do like, so, you know, what'd you think of the house? Like, is, is there anything that you love to hate about it or what? I try, people like to complain. They like to talk about stuff they don't like. It, it's a defense mechanism. They put, they build the wall up. So I always ask what about, what about it they didn't like first, because it's very revealing to me. It tells me exactly what it is 
that they're looking for that they may not have found in this house. And then I can start gauging how real they are as a buyer. Then I can pivot quickly if they're not a buyer for this house. Now I can start showing and boasting about my knowledge in the community and other houses that may be available, but not until I've ruled out that this house is correct. So by asking what they don't like, I'm getting and receiving a lot of information by really by deduction of what they do like, right? So what is there anything you guys love to hate about the house? Like what anything in here that doesn't work for you? Oh yeah, you need the you need the bedroom instead of the loft. Well, you could close the loft up. Are you guys open to doing any work on a house? No, not really. Okay. No problem at all. Well, let me you know, point out a couple of these other things. And yeah, so does it just really doesn't work. The bad outweighs the good. And then they go, yeah, the bad outweighs the good. Or maybe the good outweighs the bad. Well, hey, you know, either way, I'd love to keep in touch with you. Um, you mind if I grab a phone number or an email address from you? And I could always shoot you some new listings whenever you're ready. And then they go, sure, uh, you know, yeah, where do I, you got a book or something? No, shoot, I'll just, why don't you just text me really quick? Here's my number. And then I give them my phone number. And then they text me their information. Now, there's two things that are great about that. Number one, they texted me, right? So they'd be like, what are you talking about? You, t- you hit me up. Number two, now their information's right in my phone. And it was super casual. It's not some weird thing where they have to prick their finger and sign in blood and like put their name, address, phone number, social security number, name of their firstborn, like all that, right? We scare them out the door. No, I just, it's all good. And if they don't want to put their information down, I don't force them. I, I totally don't force them. I don't do this whole like, well, the uh, the seller has requested that we kindly collect the information of everybody that came through the door. Bullshit. I, unless you're doing like a 15, 20, 30, $40 million house, I don't think that matters, okay? And actually, I know that doesn't matter because it doesn't matter out here. People just don't want to have to deal with that type of invasion. They want to be left alone. People enjoy their privacy. So when you're doing an open house, here's the end message be human, be authentic. Are you guys catching on to the message and the, the general theme of Reraw? Genuine and authentic. It's, it's honest human beings working ethically, working hard, playing the game as a human being and respecting one another. That's what this business is all about. So when somebody comes into an open house, just give them the information they're asking for. And don't think that you've got some crown jewel just because someone gave you their contact info. Because if they gave it to you, they gave it to 300 other agents too. Okay? Unless unless you play the human card and you break them down while they're in the house, you might find that they were difficult to get information out of, but once you build rapport, maybe you build it over the course of the time they're in the house, they may be more willing to release that information and give it to you, and then you're one of few. But you become memorable because you didn't have a conversation that was just like, hey, so what are you looking for? How many bedrooms? Uh, oh, that's, you know, whatever. Like, you build rapport. Oh, you guys are from the area? Oh, that's so funny. You So you've only been in the area for like 15 years. Where are you from? Oh, back east. No kidding, me too. Where, where at back east, right? Now I'm getting to learn the person. So break down the barriers, be there to sell the house you're in, rule out the house that you're in first, and then start selling elsewhere if you can. But most importantly, just give them the information they're asking for so that you can be remembered as the one of very few agents that's not up their butt every two seconds. You got it? Whew! feel like I could have stuck that in a ramble and gone on for like hours so a little bouncing around there but you guys get the message i love you remember something this week real agents work be one of them play hard play smart get it done write your commitments down stick to it and just be you be the best you that you can be and have fun out there 
That's all I got, you guys. Have a kick-ass week.